You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast, brought to you ad-free with the support of our patrons. Visit mashthosebuttons.com or stay tuned after the show for more details. Welcome to WoW Talk, the Mash Those Buttons podcast all about World of Warcraft. My name is Nick Zelenkevich, and I'm here with Ray Liu. Hey. And Eric Knutson. Hey, guys. And Chris Harv Greer. Oh, hi. And today is April 26th, and this is WoW Talk, episode number 183. And we'll get into the news. We'll get into a little non-Warcraft news, although it is kind of Warcraft news. Uh, but there have been some uh, departures from the uh, the Blizzard team there that we'll talk about. Well, just one departure, uh, but we'll talk about that. But before we do, uh, how's everybody been doing, Ray? What have you been up to in-game? Uh, not too much. I've been <clears throat> down for the count. Just, That's uh, not good. Yeah. I don't know. It's just random fever and headache and not feeling well. It's okay. I can taste my food. Pretty sure it's not COVID. <laughs> just, <laughs> That's good. Just not feeling well. Um, so I haven't been... Doing too much other than laying in bed and Eric finding out that maybe it's not so fun to cook because there's too many dishes or, or something. <laughs> I, I, but I he's got a dishwasher. That. That's half the battle, man. Man, I can't even use anything in the dishwasher. Like, I don't understand the point of having a dishwasher. Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, I can I can throw some dishes in the washer. And then I look and see, oh, you can't put this in there. Oh, you can't put this in there. I'm like, why do I have this? This is literally just to wash my silverware. Give me a break. Hey, well, well, hey. no, that's <laughs> not a thing. That's fun. Yeah, well, yeah. Don't don't knock that it does wash stuff. But I mean, we had a bunch of uh, we had a bunch of like you know like pint glasses. We would collect like beer glasses when we go to to one of the bars here, and uh-huh. and uh, you know, and then for our wedding, like we we had uh, some custom glasses made, and I put them in the dishwasher. And after a while, I'm like, why are they all fading? And why is the image going away? And then, then my wife was like, you don't put those in the dishwasher. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so now it's like, yeah, it's like, I, you know, like all the glasses got to be washed by hand. It's, it's you got to keep a keep track of what can and can't go in there. And there is a lot that can't go in there. I kind of want to just basically reset everything in the kitchen so that I could go to the sink and literally just throw everything in there all haphazardly and hit a button. That's what I want. I want something to wash the dishes 100%. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to rinse them. <laughs> Just in you go. Easy button. And well, if Gronk taught us anything, that's what Tide paws are. Wait, that's, that's laundry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my it's God. Don't cas- put laundry in it's there. It's Cascade that made the thing that looks like Tide Pods, but it's for the dishwasher. Yeah, All right. I think so. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's okay. I, uh, I, I suggested that we just kind of look at everything that we have and maybe pack away things or whatever things that can't go in the dishwasher because that is kind of annoying. But on the plus side, I mean, you know, I only have 11 billion McDonald's Coca-Cola glasses. They all go in there. So that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, other than that, you know, it's just the normal stuff. 
We just did the rating. We did we did a, a, a successful uh M plus last week. So, you know, at least Eric wasn't grumpy about that, right? Right. What, what key? It was a plus eleven, right? Ooh. That's not plus, nothing. Yeah, Ray, which which dungeon was it again? Necrotic Wake. Okay. Yeah, we timed it by four seconds. I totally know what dungeon that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one with the bosses and the bad guys. Yeah, it's you have to one. be careful not to pull the ads. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's the one with the There's ads. Like spears and hammers and stuff and, you know, all the fun not, stuff. Not to be confused with necrotic sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but other than that, let's see. Yeah, just doing that. Um. We watched the MDI this weekend. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I do. Did they like... beat their key by four seconds. I mean, they beat <laughs> those guys several did pretty, Yeah, those guys <laughs> did really well. It was really nice to actually see um, that stuff. I mean, I, I like doing M pluses. I I like getting those done. I just was not in the spirit of doing anything this weekend, other than laying down and wanting to smash my head with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wanted to do stuff. I I had every intention of doing stuff, but my body said no thanks. No, that'll happen. That'll happen some weeks. Yeah, um, and then just doing. I mean, we did some farming, trying to get that out the way. Um, yep. I think we're we're kind of. It's like we're stuck, but we're not stuck on the last boss. I know what the issue is, and we just have to go forward making decisions, making better executive decisions on things so we can get it done. Mm-hmm. How how has the uh, how has the raid been going, Eric? Um, we had no new progress this week. Uh, I mean, I guess unless you count, um, I guess we made it a little farther on the fight. We got a little bit further into um, phase two. So, all in all, it was progress if you're splitting hairs, but. Um, yeah, otherwise we're kind of in stuck. We were shorthanded, um, this last week, so I did the thing that I hate to do and grab some pugs out of the group finder. Um, but it worked out really well this time. They were actually decent players. Uh, oh, that's and, good. Yeah, decent players and talkative. Uh, so that was good. Um, oh, so you didn't grab the random guy from the Goldrin server? Yeah. <laughs> Make sure I, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> generally like to choose from the Brazilian servers because it's funny. To me, that they can't. Eric always picks from the wrong would, ones. And... They, would, <laughs> they would piss <laughs> off some of the other guys. No, it's fine. Um, but yeah, we had we had two um, pugs with us on Wednesday. Um, one was able to come back when, uh, for Thursday, and one was not. But uh, it was yeah, it was still it was still a, I guess a decent week. Yeah, and before I forget, we'll do the shout outs. The first two nights or the one night was um was it Christian? Or Chris, I don't know if it's it's, got, it's Christian with the knee at the end from uh from Bloodhoof. Shout out to mm-hmm. him and Epic Sam from Sardaris, which again very hard to find people from certain servers. So you know, as opposed to <laughs> mediocre Sam from Sardaris. Yeah, as yeah. opposed to mediocre <laughs> Sam. Right. Well, I mean, we, we all know that I have seen the uh, what is it the. I know my brain's escaping with words today, but uh, patterns of certain 
attitudes <laughs> from certain servers. Um, so it was just nice to have people that came in and actually, you know, were chatty or friendly or, you know, stuck around and actually played and actually had fun, you know, doing stuff with us, whether we got stuff done or not. So, you know, it was, it was nice. Cool. Cool. That's good to hear. And Harv, what have you been up to in game? In game? Not too much. I've I've had a couple of weeks where everything's kind of blah, but I I logged into Classic a couple times and then like, like man, it's hard to get anything done because I'm playing a mage and it's like one mob at a time. Oh, I pulled two after run away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I played for like uh, forty five minutes to an hour, and I'm like, I have to get up and walk around, and then got into the BC beta. And it's like I'm enjoying playing that, and but I keep telling myself, "Let's we're not gonna play too long because it's all getting <laughs> deleted." Mm. So, are you, fi- are you finding any bugs in the beta? No, I'm the anti-ray on that man. I'm not gonna report them if I find them. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I disgrace my family, but you need to go on on the forum and start like trying to delete other people's posts like that's not a bug i I went and did that now it was fun i couldn't replicate (laughs) i don't i don't want to i don't want to actively discourage people from doing it i'm just saying it's not my thing and if i see some glaring i'll be like hey i might want to check this but i'm not gonna go into a whole lot of detail because i'm lazy but overall, though, even though you said you don't want to play too much because it's, it's all temporary, you are at least enjoying it, and it is, yeah, I get it in, is meeting like, your expectations for like, what Burning Crusade should be. I'm like, oh, yeah, this quest over here next to Honor Hold's still really annoying, where you have to run across, like, the rumble on the ground to bring up the worms. And That's right. there's still a dead zone on Hunters, so you're like, attack, pet, and run away and start shooting them. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is old. This is not current well. <laughs> but it does feel more polished to classic, so that's good. That's that is good. That is good. Well, yeah, so. I mean, it's cool. I really want to get into playing more, but it's just like I'm tired. And I get home, and I'm like, I sit here for like thirty minutes, and. Then I open my eyes and it's six forty five and I'm like, oh man, I just slept for three hours in my chair. That's not good. Well, at least it's sleep, but yeah, that chair sleep is never 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 good. No, and then it's like I get up and like take a shower and eat and then go to bed. And like my average bedtime the last two weeks has been like eight thirty, so Yeesh. Yeah. Old old man Harv over here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, eight thirty AM or eight thirty PM? Eight thirty PM. Oh, dang. I have to get up at 4.30, so... You get up 4.30, go plow the fields, or what? <laughs> Milk the cows? Go, go run the dishwasher. <laughs> I go slaughter, slaughter the chickens to make my chicken strips for the uh-huh, day. Set. <laughs> and get mad at overnight crew, because they didn't do a good job. <laughs> right. It takes discipline, guys. How are you ever going to expect to hit max level BC Classic if you're this lazy? Well, that's what I don't think I certainly won't. I haven't hit. <laughs> and they would all stare at me like, what are you yet? talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's move on here then. Uh, so, our 
I'm going to say this is like the big news of the week, although it doesn't directly affect the the Warcraft team. Uh, but it it does insofar as he's a former member of the Warcraft team and he's one of the he's he's one of the you know I mean he was the former lead game director so like he's a very influential person in WoW's history in particular around the time of the Burning Crusade and especially the Wrath of the Lich King expansions. Uh, but uh, Jeff Kaplan, Papa Jeff, uh, formerly of the Overwatch team, has left Blizzard, and uh, no one knows where he's going. Uh, no one knows what what it, what hold what's in store for him. Um, so we'll have to see if one of the one one of Blizzard's many rivals or like Blizzardlings that it spawned uh, has poached him, or if he's got something else where he wants to go, or maybe. And the other thing that's important to remember here is. It was just time for him to go. And I don't mean that as like, oh, like he was ruining Overwatch or, you know, he was hold, like he was holding Blizzard back in any way. But he had been with the company for 19 years. And so, you know, when you've been working on, you know, he hadn't necessarily been working on one project, but he'd worked on on, on Warcraft. Uh, he'd worked on um, Titan, uh, you know, which would then become Overwatch. At some point, I mean, even then working on Overwatch. You know, to say, you know, because he he left. What is it? Uh, you know, he he left to start doing Titan after Wrath of the Lich King into Cataclysm. So that would have been around 2008 or so. So he, you know, he would have been working on those two projects for about 13 years. So, you know, at, at some point, you you get tired of what you're doing. You need to move on to something else. And I don't, I don't look at this and read into this any sort of concern for Blizzard. I don't look at this and say there's any, you know, oh no, it's another one of the OGs leaving. I mean, you know, it is sad to see the the old guard leaving, but the thing about the old guard is they're old. <laughs> hey man, he'll show up for Morheim's new company in two years. He may, I don't even know if it, it's going to be two years. I mean, he'll, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's over there, but uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he, he, you know, there's a, there's a million places he could go. And, you know, one of the things people are speculating is that, you know, Riot is trying to put their MMO together and who better to get on, you know, Riot's team than, you know, you know, Kaplan. I mean, he goes crawler. They've already got him. (laughs) You said who better? Well, I was going to say, okay, fine. You know who better than, okay. So you got the top, the top two people right there. I mean, who, you know, I'd say it's a murderer's row, but that's, that was Blizzard back in, uh, you know, 2008, 2009. So, all I know is their new game's gonna hate paladins. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll we'll have to who who's, who knows? Maybe their game won't even have paladins. I mean, I'll admit I'm not too familiar with the lore of League of Legends. So I have zero idea. So <laughs> there's there's probably some sort of paladin esque, uh, you know, like class in there, but I mean. I'm sure whatever they whatever they put in that game, there will be something that will be in there just for for Greg Street to nerf to the ground. Frost mages, yeah, also possible. Now he always played a frost mage. That was the joke because they were always so good in PvP. But uh, yeah, so so best wishes to Jeff. It'll be interesting to see what he does in the future. I mean, I'm sure Overwatch Two will be fine. That's one of those things too where people forget just how massive these teams are. And one person leaving on a on a game project is not 
you know, it's like the team will go on without him. <laughs> like, you know, they have, especially at this point, they should know what Overwatch 2 is going to be. If they don't know what Overwatch 2 is going to be, then that's a different problem. That could very well be why he wanted to leave because he wasn't happy with what Overwatch 2 is going to be. But I doubt, I doubt that that's that you know, there's no reason to believe any of that. Um, but especially they've already announced it. So they should have an idea where they're going with that. Um, but uh, you, you would think that, uh, you know, they have a, a vision that they're executing on and, and the team is way more than just him. It's not like it's not like he's just sitting in his office coding the whole thing by himself. So, you know, they they said, I, th- I think there is a I forget the gentleman's name, but uh, like there was a, an associate director who's going to take over. So I'm sure Overwatch 2 will be fine. Obviously, Warcraft will be fine and unaffected by this because he hasn't worked on this game in a long time. So that's good. But yeah, best wishes to him in the future. We'll see where he turns up. I'm sure that if Vegas had odds that, yeah, Dreamhaven would be off the board because like that's where everybody would be expecting him to go. Um, but we'll see. I think everybody expected Metzen to go there and he's doing tabletop gaming now. So <laughs> it could, could be something out of left field. You never know. So that said, let's move on to our other news here. And we have uh, in the classic beta, there's been a lot of action going on in the classic beta that uh, even if you, and a lot of this is stuff, I don't even know if you would notice it, Harv, not because you haven't been playing much, but because if you're just leveling, I don't think like a lot of what they're talking about with the classic beta, the, uh, the burning crusade beta, a lot of what they're talking about applies to the rating and and the attunements and whatnot, which if you're just leveling, you're not, you're not going to, touch that oh, i'm not i'm not gonna get anywhere near 70 i'm not even 58 you're not even 50 no, oh, i mean yeah, i'm yes. not even 60 because i started at 58 on my pre-made character well i, I know at I'm, some at some point if they haven't done it already they are going to open up pre-made templates for level 70 characters no i don't want to so do that you, you don't want to do that okay <laughs> so but there's so many bugs to find but no that's okay it's okay <laughs> hey man I'm pretty sure I got those five quests that I did in Hellfire Peninsula. They're good. (laughs) (laughs) So, so anyway, so uh, with respect to attunements, what they were saying is that attunements will function as they did when originally released. Original quest lines will be required to enter each instance and purchase heroic dungeon keys. Uh, Will require revered reputation. Uh, Those attunement requirements will relax as the game progresses through its content phases. Uh, and then Ooh, throughout burning, no, make it hard to get to Karazhan, man. Well, but the thing is, because the main difference as far as what they're doing is rather than put, because like for Burning Crusade, they put all the content out there at the start and then how quickly you could get into it was how quickly you could get through the attunement stuff. And that there was a little bit of a, a delay there. But the thing that they've learned watching uh, you know, classic is that everybody knows the steps to do. Everybody's done this a million times. Everybody, some people have done this two million times because they did it again on uh, private servers. And so, if they just did what they, if they did did it as they originally did it, where they throw it all out there and they let people kind of work their way through it, people would have this done very quickly. And so, what they're doing is they are leaving the attunements, but they're going to hold back some of the content, basically artificially gating it. But which is actually more in line with how they do things now. Uh, because again, this was the first expansion of the game, so they had no idea how they were, you know, how, how the best way to do this. And so, uh, yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna you know push out the the uh, the different dungeons and raids and phases, and they're gonna let people still do the attunements as everything comes out. 
And then they said, uh, throughout Burning Crusade Classic, we plan to make it so that progress on forthcoming raid attunements can be made before the opening of the raid the attunement is for. For example, you should be able to start the Black Temple attunement for killing Alar once the eye is open, which will be before Black Temple is open. So that's, they're, they're, they're artificially gating it, but that's more in line with how they, they, they don't want people to just be able to blitz everything and then like two weeks into Burning Crusade Classic. People are like, okay, yeah, we're done with that. What's next? Because there will so be people. So you're saying people that. didn't like that they killed, cleared uh, molten core in like three days? I'm not going to say that they it was it even three days. I thought it was quicker than that. It might, um, I think it was like four because people still had to level. I thought it was hours. <laughs> but yeah, you're no, you're right. That that that. I mean, I, I don't want to say there's anything wrong with that, but it does. You know, the problem was, is that when you when you have a game that you need to have the content last for some duration of time, you know, it, it, when you have like the, the cutting edge players, you know, taking out, taking stuff out in less than a week, you know, then, you know, the, then they run out of stuff to do it. It, it. it makes the game feel more shallow than it is. There's a ton of stuff to do. So like, you know, pace it out. Because the other problem, too, is that you could tell everybody, like, okay, we're going to put all this out now. Take your time and slow down. But there are the people who it's like, no, I got to be first. Got to be first. Got to go fast. Got to go fast. And so you can't stop them from trying to go fast other than to artificially gate the content. I mean, for players like us, you know, who, who's never going to get to 70. But even if you ever do get to 70, Harv, in the live game, you know, like, that con it doesn't matter when that content actually becomes available. Because by the time you get to level 70, they'll be in, like, phase four. And we'll be talking about... What? Uh, you know, Wrath of the Lich King by that point. I'm going to yeah. bump over my 60. So, I mean, it won't take that long to get to 70. Okay. That's true. That's true. So, but still, I mean, do you plan on doing like Karazhan and all that stuff at some I point? I definitely want to do Karazhan. Karazhan was super hard back in the day. Like, dude, uh, what was his name? The big Reaver looking dude. The curator. That was like probably the hardest boss ever. He would destroy tanks. And I want to I want to experience that hard content again because it was so frustrating and mind-numbing. Isn't all the content hard if you haven't been playing? Oh, definitely. <laughs> well, what happens if you get to him, though, and you're like, oh, actually, this isn't that hard. No, it was hard. It's a gear check. Well, yeah, but it's a, well, the gear check shouldn't be that hard, then. Just out-gear him. <laughs> it's hard to out-gear people in that content. That's true. When stuff drops like two items for a whole raid. Granted, it is the first 10-man raid, so. Yeah, one of my guildies is talking about, I guess they go around and kill world bosses so they can get a buff or something. Yeah, that's, well, that's the other thing to get into is one of the changes that they're making. Because, again, they, they've gotten into the mindset of we want to keep the spirit of classic, even if it's not. 100% authentic to how it plays. And so one of the things that people used to do is they would go around and get their world buffs like the Anixia buff and and the various uh you know buffs you could get throughout Outland. And then they would log out because they didn't want the buffs to expire. And so they would log out and then when they log they log back in at raid time, raid with the buffs and then, you know, before the the next raid, go get the buffs and then log out again. And they realized that Basically, that's encouraging people not to play the game. Like, if no, you, it's encouraging alts. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I will. I will give you that. But 
Uh, they said basically like the problem is that they, they it, but they said it's not it doesn't feel like good design because you know you you go around you get your your buffs and then you log out and they don't they want they don't want to give you a reason to log out so what they're doing is they've they've created this thing called the was it the chrono the chrono boom I think it is or the uh, what what is it here it's the, I think of chromie right yeah it's the chrono. The, yeah, the chron the Chronoboon Displacer, which is you, there's a short quest. You find Chromie near the Caverns of Time. You get a quest from her. You do the quest. You get this Chronoboon Displacer, and basically what it is is that when you have buffs on you, you use this Chronoboon Displacer, and it takes the buffs off of you and kind of holds them. And then you can go and keep playing. You just don't have the buffs on you, and then up oh, when it's raid time, you go back to the Chronoboon Displacer. You get the buffs back out. It applies them back on you with the same amount of time left on them. And now you're able to go into the raid. And so it's, I mean, on the one hand, it's, it's, a, it's a clever solution that I don't know that they would have had. The, I mean, I, I guess they would have had the technology for this before. It's hard to, but then again, who knows? Because they had, you know, I mean, they had issues with like spell batching and the number of buffs and nerfs you could have on a character at a time. Boss, yeah. Right. So. I mean, maybe this isn't something they could have done with the technology at the time, but now they can. And the fact that they're able to do this, and so they are doing this, uh, you know, it, it shows that they're willing to, you know, they're willing to look at the overall experience and kind of, you know, this this is a quality of life change. This is definitely a quality of life change because, yeah, you go, you get your buffs, you freeze them. You put Basically, it's like, you know, you put them in the fridge and then you just kind of go and do whatever you want to do. And then, up oh, time for raid. Let's go back and do that. And on the one hand, this helps because you're right. Like, you know, it, it does, it, it, it doesn't encourage alts as much as the other way did. But at the same time, like, if you think about it, you'd have to go, you know, like if you're trying to get your, your raid consumables, you probably need alts for that anyway, with all the different professions and gathering and whatnot. Um, but yeah, it's like, you'd have to make sure then that like your main, either you did all your, your gathering and crafting before you got the buffs or, you know, you had to do that on an alt. Now you can at least be a little more, okay, now I'm going to focus on my buffs. Got my buffs. Let's freeze that. Now let's go do the, go do the crafting and whatnot and, and all, all that uh, stuff to get ready. It's, it, you know, it does, it, I don't know. I, I don't see a disadvantage to this. I don't think I've really seen anybody upset about this. I think everybody kind of understands like, okay, I see why they're doing this. You know, maybe it's not an authentic classic experience, but it fits with how uh, I'd like to play the game. Harv, you have a thought? Does this work with flasks? Uh, because that was, works with world buffs. Because back in the day, we would take a five minute break after a pool, and you would literally see three quarters of the raid team log out to camp their flask. I mean, Jer still does that now. Yeah, I, I mean, that used to be a major thing. I think it is just world buffs. I mean, because <clears throat> in my opinion, it would take away from the experience if people were going, oh, gotta log out to save my flask. <laughs> and half your friends list goes offline and you're like oh, okay then the raid leader gets back everybody log back in so no I, I don't believe it affects flasks so that, that you can still do that you can still play that game but that's that's very specifically different because it's not like like here like you wait, get your world buffs on a Monday and then you'd be log out until Wednesday when it's raid night Whereas the flask thing, you're doing that, what, like five minute increments? <laughs> yeah. So it's not too, 
I don't. It's not quite the same, but yeah. So, like you're sitting there chilling in front of Illidan, and then somebody's like, "Hey, I gotta go for one second. And then boom, 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 boom. Everybody just logs out in front of Illidan. <laughs> you're like, "What? We weren't prepared, guys." <laughs> well, see, see, this is why they need to get Burning Crusade out on mobile because then you know if anybody's got to get up for mobile, they just take the game with them. No. <laughs> just keep playing. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I don't want to play with a tank that's tanking on his mobile device. It <laughs> <laughs> would be incredibly hard. <laughs> yeah, but oh, back then, no. you only had like three mechanics. It's not so bad. That's true. Back then, not quite as crazy. No, I just, I do miss the days where a single pull on Illidan was like 19 minutes long, and you're pushing in Rage Timer. Then we did it on uh, Time Walking. We killed him. We still had 11 minutes left on his enraged timer. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's still a long that's still a long fight. A good nine-minute fight like that? Mm-hmm. Still. But yeah, but that's... And that's one of the reasons why they brought back... You know, why, why we were going back through Classic. Because time walking... Time walking is 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 it? I wouldn't even say it's a good approximation of the experience because we're still we're using all the abilities we have now, and you've got like monks and and uh, heck, demon hunters. You've got demon hunters that can kill Illidan. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Bunch of betrayers, right there. Oh wait, he is the betrayer. Oh, oh that's there. You go. So that wasn't even planned, guys. That just happened. Good job. <laughs> That would be really cool if they set up a way for time walking to then also make your abel- abilities and spells and everything be like it was back then. But that would, I don't think that's an even really feasible it, way to do that. It would just log you out and log you into your Burning Crusade Classic yeah, account. that would work. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff was up and going. Sure. But <laughs> you'd go into a time walking dungeon or a time walking raid and then you'd have to spec yourself. Whatever it yes. was, 61 talent Oh points. man. <laughs> well I, I think well I and mean, we've talked about this before like everybody has their favorite sort of time frame their favorite build of their character that you know as, as far as you know what, what abilities you had and what you know whatnot as far as which level you were and which expansion you were in and yeah it'd be nice if there was a way that you could kind of like okay i'm gonna go do this content and i'm gonna be kited out just like i was back in the day for this content you know, with the, with this uh, layout, and yeah, that would that, that, there's no way they can do that. Mm-hmm. Like without the only w- w- that what's going to happen, and I don't even know. No, I don't even know how long they're going to keep this up. But I mean, they, like they're letting you choose between whether you want to stay in classic or being you know you know moving your character over to Burning Crusade, or you have to pay if you want them in both. But then again, like, are they going to do the same thing when Wrath of the Lich King comes out? Is it going to be you're going to be able to have you know, a character on each iteration of the game? Are they going to have servers for each iteration of the game? Because the real question is what happens after Wrath? Like, there are people who are going to want to see burning, you know, there are people who are going to want to see Cataclysm content because they've got these characters that they've taken, again, from level one in Classic up through, you know, 70 and Burning Crusade, up through 80 in Wrath. Well, those people are just wrong, Nick. I'm not saying that they're I'm not saying that they're right or wrong. I'm saying that they're there. And 
the, the you know it's one of those things a lot of people like to make the distinction like oh ra- you know wrath is sort of the end of like classic classic wow and it's the beginning of a new era because you get you know you get the world being redone you get uh, the introduction of raid finder that's when they took away the hunter dead zone right that's no. when that's, that's when you created hunter, a hunter and already had a pet with you and you didn't have to go 10 levels say, with no pet i want to say the hunter dead zone was warlords I think it was Cataclysm, man. I don't know. I got to check on that. But everybody feel- knows the best point of WoW history was when you played Rhett Paladin in Ice Crown Citadel. I mean, that was just it. I th- I want to <laughs> say it was War. I want to say it was Warlords because that that's when they switched it over. That you won't you only had one weapon slot. You didn't have a ranged and a melee weapon, and so hunters got rid of their stat sticks. I honestly don't remember. <laughs> yeah. But I know no, I personally have zero interest in going past classic Wrath of the Lich King. Yeah. Because, because that's the other thing, is that all that content is still in the game, or most of that content is still in the game. But then again, then again, what they've been doing since Mists is they've been saying, like, oh, we're, here's content that, was, you know, that you can only do at the time that we're leaving here for... You know, we've got, con- you know, the, the, the cloak quest, you have the legendary cloak in mists, you had the legendary ring in warlords where it's like, okay, this stuff is only available while, while, while this expansion is live, when the expansion is deprecated, uh, this content goes away. And, you know, if you missed out on that legendary cloak, cloak quest line in mist, I mean, that was a great quest line. The, the legendary ring was good too. All of it was good except the force PVP. Yeah. That's always a thing, but <laughs> No, I mean, there's an opportunity for people who didn't get to do that. I mean, it's the same thing. If you want to talk about Wrath, uh, you know, one of the things I think a lot of people are going to be looking forward to, like they, they have to do Wrath for is uh, the, the Battle of Undercity. That, that I mean, that, that, was, that was there in, in Wrath and then gone by Cataclysm. So that's something. And Wrathgate. Pe- yeah, and Ra- well, Wrathgate is still there. Is it? You get this, yeah. You get the you get the cinematic. You get uh, Bolvar burning, and you get Alex Straza coming flying over, and then she's standing there outside the raft gate, but she never gives you the quest to go to Undercity because I did that. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, I heard this wasn't in the game. What's going on? And then I'm like, well, what's the next step? Where do I go? And they're like, yeah, go talk to Alex Straza, and she'll give you the next step. And I'm like. I'm clicking on her and nothing's happening. And then they're like, yeah, they removed that. I'm like, ah, <laughs> so. Uh, Shani man gaming says you had legendaries and Kata too. Didn't they stop those when Kata ended? Ooh, hmm. no, I no, I'm going to, I don't think so because, uh, Tarek rest. You can still see people getting it in, uh, in Orgrimmar and Stormwind. Every so often you'll see the big event with all the blue dragons around. So that's still that's still available, um, and I think the blades was the other, the other one was the rogue the blades of the uh, it was the Deathwing's blades the the, fa- the fa- fangs the Deathwing's fangs or whatever oh, yeah. I forget they're what they were still called yeah. they're still available so th- yeah. those legendaries are there the difference between Cataclysm and Mists was Mists was when they t- they changed the legendaries that instead of it being like a, a class specific thing. Like for Tarakos's rest, it's a staff. You had to be a caster to go get that, or the the Deathwing's fangs. Uh, you had to you had to be a rogue to do that. In 
uh, mists, that was when they were like, okay, like this is for everybody. This is going to be a quest that everybody's going to get. Everybody's going to get to go through. And then for whatever reason, at the end of the expansion, they were like, we're not leaving this anymore. We're getting rid of this. And this is going to be a, you had to be there kind of thing, which was a little bit odd. And I didn't like it. I didn't like it when they did it then. If, if I find out that the plan, this was the plan all along, although if back around mists was when, uh, Brack had the, you think you do, but you don't quote. So this couldn't have been the plan all along, but <laughs> if, if, you know, if, if that's how they, they wind up justifying is it like, okay, like we're going to let you go ahead and do that again. And then there will always be a mist of Pandaria server somewhere where you can always do these quests. Uh, then, you know, maybe that works out, but I feel like the, I feel like that if they're not careful, the end game here is that they wind up with a set of servers for every expansion that they've put out. And then it's just, you can just play whichever server you want, you know, whichever expansion you want, just stop there in perpetuity. You never have to advance the game. And I don't know how on a long enough scale, I don't know how that doesn't split the player base more than they want. The only other thing I can think is maybe they split it into chapters. Like you get classic becomes, you know, you get like, uh, you know, up through wrath of the Lich King is one cluster. And then you get, like mists, uh, warlords, and legion is like one cluster, and then you get BFA and Shadowlands and whatever comes next. How many I'm people just... are pining for warlords to classic <laughs> servers? Seriously, people are starting to pine for warlords. Actually, no, warlords time walking is a thing already, isn't it? Well, time legion walking time is one thing, but nobody really wants to go back and raid Hellfire Citadel for another fourteen months. No, I want to go back. I want to go back and and log into my garrison for like ten minutes a day and just get tons of gold. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it doesn't do anything on your current on your retail. So no, actually, oh, actually, by that point they might would would they have the WoW token available? Can I just use that to farm? <laughs> Can I just farm a WoW tokens in Warlords Classic? And no, then... there's no way they'd let that happen again. They would nerf the gold on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can they put some kind of like device from Chromie where I can store all my missions from my mission table there and then do the mission table in regular or something? <laughs> I, I just want free WoW tokens. That's all. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> I don't know, Harv. I feel like there's always something that somebody wants, no matter from where. You might think that there isn't, but there's always going to be someone because they have to go against the grain against what you or somebody else says. It's like, oh, everybody hates this. It's cool now to like this. <laughs> All right. gonna get, we're going to get even more WoW hipsters. Hipster WoW player, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh man, I'm playing on my mage. He's got a man bun and some sandals. He's got a mana bun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, so Burning Crusade Classic is shaping up to be interesting. And we'll see how that goes. And of course, if you want more classic discussion, check out Warcraft Reloaded here on the Mash Those Buttons Network. Bob and Mel and uh, Pitt, they do a good job talking about that stuff. So go check them out. But uh, let's let's move on. In retail news, in the game that we all play. Um, so patch 9.1 is coming at some undetermined date. And one of the things that's been data mined is apparently Blizzard is is biting the bullet. And they're bringing Raider IO into the game, and it's not explicitly Raider IO, but it's a, a Raider IO types dungeon score, which uh, I guess based on your your proficiency at uh, completing mythic dungeons, you'll be ranked. And then when you're trying to gather up people, to uh, you know, when you're gathering up your your group, you can use this to to see how people are doing, just exactly how people use Raider IO now. 
Um, and this, speaking of classic things, this is very reminiscent of how in Wrath of the Lich King, they took gear score and brought that in. And it's what we call eye level now. That's right. So it's not, I can't say I'm, I'm surprised that they're doing this. In a way, I feel like it took them long enough because Raider IO had become kind of, um, it became basically required. Uh, I mean, it was, it was, it was common enough among the community that I'm not surprised by this. I don't know. Uh, are you guys going to be looking at dungeon score when, uh, when you start putting your pugs together? Do you, do you guys even look at Raider IO now when you're bringing people in? I look at it for lots of underhanded things that people shouldn't know about. <laughs> I haven't looked at it in a couple of expansions. I don't use it. It's not something I look at, like especially if we're putting together like raid pugs, like because that doesn't really apply. And then, um, obviously, I don't really do mythic pluses where I have to grab pugs, so I won't look. And don't go off of people's words, Derek, when they write you a note and tell you that they know the fight, and then they don't. Yeah. That wasn't fun. It never, that never, <laughs> almost never pans out. I was like, oh, I've been bamboozled. <sighs> Eric, you gonna let me come to raid? I promise I know the fight. Yeah, you can come. I'll no, I can't. You. I won't let myself come. <laughs> I have more self-respect than that. <laughs> <laughs> but even Yao shows up from time to time. Yeah, he does sometimes. Oh, uh. Harv gets the friends and family pass. He can come. I in. can't even queue for a ra- <laughs> random heroic. I know. Right now, <laughs> you still one fifty three. You're one fifty three. Oh my god! Hold on, now I gotta my, go look. That's, that was the last I number I had him at. I, I haven't him off gotten any list. gear since last time we had this discussion. Oh, oh I'm, I'm one sixty five on my death night. Dang, that, that's my death night. <laughs> Harvey, we gotta just figure oh, out yeah, time Harvest to come with this. We'll, just, we'll super see, funnel. But, but see, here's the thing, though. Look, we're talking about eye level right here, right here. Boom! In like four years, we're gonna be talking about uh, our dungeon score. Like, what? You're only like two hundred and five. I'm three ninety four or whatever. You know what they had in a wrath? It was a gear score, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that so, talk about the most hated add-on of all time. People are like, my gear score is this. And everybody's like, get the fuck out of here. Nobody cares. <laughs> oh, come on, Harv. Look at my, my Hunter's 188, man. I know well, see, that's guys. That's going to be fun to watch is when Wrath comes out. Like, is, is somebody going to make the gear score add on again? Or is Blizzard just going to put that in? Like, yeah, we're just putting eye oh, level yeah. in early. Good point. Looking funny. for tank for as the Rub for two hours. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's, that's coming. Um, that's, you know, that's one of those things though, where I think we've talked about this a little bit too, how the, you know, the, the being able to check, I mean, on the one hand, it's good to be able to check people, but on the other hand, like, you know, the people, they don't want to, they don't want to get into a group where it's like, Oh, are we going to wipe? That's going to mess up my, my, uh, my Raider IO or anything. And so like, as soon as anything starts to go wrong, people like bail and whatnot and, and like, yeah, it's good that they're like bringing this in because it is kind of standard for the community. But on the other hand, it's like, uh, it's it's not going to help with the toxicity, like the the latent toxicity that's just kind of there in the background. And and you know maybe you'll get a good group and and it'll be fine. But you know I think people are still going to be way too sensitive. And and uh, oh you're you know you're oh your dungeon score is not good enough. It's because you're 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 you know uh whatever 
what what uh, a survival hunter will say. They're usually at the bottom of the charts, right? <laughs> you know, and so you know, it, it, it's it's I understand why they're bringing it in. It is only going to perpetuate the you know the toxicity toxicity in the community, but at the same time, we're already perpetuating that toxicity. So can they really make it worse? I don't know. No, I mean out. it's already there, so they're like yeah. might as well. Yeah. Can't At least we anymore. have control over over it ourselves, so everybody has access to it, not just the people that know about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the toxicity of our city. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Eric. So, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait till I, I can fly, so I can do some aerials. <sighs> oh, very nice. <laughs> oh. Uh, Don't worry, you have your little thing where you chop people up, so you have your little chop suey going on. Oh, jeez. <laughs> on on Tuesday of this week, is the system going to be down? For maintenance, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> you guys are killing me. <laughs> All right, well, let's, let's move on here. Um, so... Uh, f- uh, this has been going on now for a few weeks. Blizzard was doing the charity event with Doctors Without Borders, uh, where if uh, the community donated a, a lump sum, uh, then uh, at certain milestones, we would unlock pets in the game. We hit the 50000 or fi- no, it's 500000 We hit the $500,000 marker to unlock uh, Bananas, the, uh, the little uh, Burning Crusade pet, uh, like the little ape baby ape and then uh it was supposed to be last week i think the uh, this was supposed to end last week and going into last week it was super close as far as getting to that million dollar marker like with like a week to go we were down like forty thousand dollars or something and you know so over the over the course of the week you got to watch it go up and up and up and up and then finally i think it was like thursday night last week um we crossed the threshold and got the uh we unlocked daisy the sloth which apparently is a really cool pet i have i i'll admit i have it and i haven't actually called it out to use it but aside from the fact that it crawls very slowly uh, if you beckon it it will climb onto your back and then you can run around with it and while it's on your back you can call another pet and i think it was Allie from dungeon fables who had there's the pirate bird you can have on your shoulder. She had Pepe on her head and she had Daisy on her back and another pet out running around. So you can really <laughs> kind of deck yourself out. The other thing that people have been doing is they've been calling out Daisy using the, uh, the pet mirror so that it turns them into a sloth and then they beckon it. And then they have the little baby sloth on their sloth back. So you look like a mama sloth and a baby sloth. Oh my God. That's amazing. I'm going to do this. So, oh, there we go. Last Monday it was 76k away. Yeah. So, well, here is the interesting factoid. Do you know who put us over the edge to get the sloth? No. It was a sloth? No, it was our our beloved war chief, Garrosh Hellscream himself, voice actor Patrick Seitz. Cool. Wow. <laughs> he saw we were like 4,000 away, and I think and he, he, at least according to his Twitter, he says he, he gave them the money, and then uh, so I'll take his word for it, because he's Garrosh, and I always believe what Garrosh says, and I always trusted him implicitly. Yeah, don't so. ever question anything Garrosh does. Just follow him. <laughs> no. I mean, he was really cool in like that third phase when he turns big and purple. That was my favorite <laughs> Garrosh. 
<laughs> now they need to make it so that when he turns big and purple, he's got the sloth on his back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. So yeah, so supposedly it was it was uh, Patrick Seitz that that put us over the top here to get us to the sloth in time, and yeah, you can go on the store uh, if you haven't claimed the daisy or bananas. Uh, you go into the store and basically it's like you're gonna buy it; it's just free. And then the next time you log in, it's in your account, and you can bring them out and run around with them. So uh, they're pretty cool in that regard. Nice. Then in other news, uh, Blizzard did put up a spotlight on phishing, uh, in particular talking about how uh, people try to get your get get you to to give over your account credentials through email or, or other means. Um, so just watch out for that. Uh, <laughs> I thought your first second you were talking about in-game phishing. Spotlight on phishing. Well, that's what, that was last week we were talking about how Eric fishes during uh, the podcast. So mm-hmm. what po- what passwords have you gotten while we've been talking, at Eric? Passwords. You're fishing up passwords. Yeah, I didn't fish up any passwords. So, and then uh, also uh, the other b- big news for the lore community is that they announced that uh, a new book will be coming in November, Sylvanas. And this looks like this is going to be the definitive what the F has she been doing for the last three expansions? How is her behavior how does her behavior make any kind of sense how does everything fit together from all the little snippets we've been able to piece together and in, in our interactions with her um this looks like this is going to be the definitive text on her which is concerning in certain ways because it feels like you don't get this book if she's going to survive like this feels like this might be sort of the final word on her and then like we can close the book literally um does this mean i can go to amazon and Rate Sylvanas one of five stars and say not a fan. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you can rate it now, but I mean, after I, at that time, yeah, after I think it comes out November 9th. So after November 9th, yes, you can go and rate Sylvanas one of five stars. <laughs> but don't do that because Christy Golden's writing the book, so you know it's going to be good. Um, you know that she, I mean, she's you know been a key member of the creative team uh, the last few years. Now. I'll let it sell a bunch of c- copies, then I'll go rate it one of five stars and be like, <laughs> Sylvanas, not a fan. Well, wait, just wait. We still have, you know, we still have to see what happens in the raid. There's a lot of crazy stuff that could happen. Maybe she could still win you around. No, no, I don't. <laughs> no, that th- that's. I think that's what's going to be fascinating to see is how. Like, because I think at this point now, people are either comfortable with Sylvanas or they are done with her. And, you know, and I don't think there's any, any real movement on there. I don't think if you're, if you're already not, you know, if you're already not a fan of Sylvanas after she burned the tree, I don't know what she could do that will make you not a fan. And if conversely, if you're still like, yeah, but she's Sylvanas and she's awesome. Um, then. I don't know what she could do at this point. If burning the tree didn't get you to think she's not awesome, then I don't know what she could do to make you not think she's awesome. So, I, I mean, at this point, I think everybody's kind of, everybody knows where they stand with her or, or you know, and, and uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how Blizzard wants to land this, you know, what's going to happen to her. I, th- I have ideas for how it could play out, but um, most likely they'll, they've got their own thing. They'll do something at a left field that'll work. And as Shannon Man Gaming is pointing out in the chat, uh, Patty Matson, who does the voice of Sylvanas, will be reading the book, which 
that's the one reason I don't want Sylvanas to die is that Patty Matson does such a great job as the voice actor. So it's good to know that she'll be reading the book because you know that the, the quality in that voice acting. I'm still a big fan of the, you know, hardcovers. I still like having them. I'll, I'll definitely get the hardcover. But I may, knowing that she's doing the voice acting for this, especially if it's Sylvanas' swan song, especially if like this is the last time we're really going to get Patty Matson um, in any kind of, you know, to, to really play that role. I I may have to to get the audiobook and listen because it's going to be fantastic. So, um yeah, by all means go, you can pre-order that on Amazon, go go pre-order that. Um and then yeah, we'll we'll have a chat about that in November when that comes out. Which the other interesting thing is one, if they're planning on that coming out in November, does that mean they're still planning on having a BlizzCon then to talk about whatever's coming next because you don't like you know like I guess we you know, we don't know when 9.1 is hitting sometime in between like June and August, you know, could we be getting the, the, the follow-up raid by November then that, that feels a bit quick to go from like, especially if it's like an August 9.1 to November, November 9.2. That's, but you know what they'll do? They'll have, since she's like the last boss in that raid, they'll have the last wing of, uh, raid finder out like the week before the book comes out (laughs) i'll give you that i'll give you that yeah that the raid finder schedule will have uh the raid finder schedule will have the her her being available and you're like wait we kill so kill sylvanas you haven't done the raid yet and you're like oh spoilers (laughs) well we'll we'll see i mean that's the thing is as soon as that raid is open and the cinematic drops i mean everybody's gonna be losing their mind so we'll 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 see how that all plays out but uh yeah go check that book out um so let's get into our question of the week last week our question was how are you feeling about the state of anima and we had shantyman gaming who's been uh, hanging around the chat here he answered i'm definitely feeling an improvement in the anima grind even with only having the first of the three achievements so I think I saw somebody i don't know if i mentioned this last last time or not um but i think i saw somebody on twitter did the math and that unless you unless you want the the features that the uh, unless you want the actual features that the covenant unlocks for each slot, like if you want the expanded travel network and you want the expanded uh, anima conductors and you want the expanded mission table features, which I don't I don't know, you, has anybody gotten their mission table beyond level two? Uh, mine might be at two now. I think. Have you? Is it any different? Because I'm sitting at one, and I'm like, this is perfectly fine for a mission table. I don't know. I still can't beat my campaign thing, so it's like level forty-eight elite or something. I'm just like, why is this Ooh. happening to me? Do you have <laughs> no, to solo I've, it. I've noticed you hit a point where unless you do the experience quests, like you, not that you stop getting experience, but it's it slows low. to a crawl. Yeah, your characters, yeah. everybody just kind of plateaus. And you're like, ugh. So yeah, you got you got to actually work to level up your characters to get them high enough to do those table quests. Hmm. Oh, well, I'll have to keep doing them because I I I want to get these things done <laughs> in a reasonable time frame. Yeah. You know, I mean, I could technically probably just do them while laid up in bed. That's true. That's true. You've got the uh, the apps. You can do it there. There's an app for that, guys. Exactly. <laughs> well, let's 
let's make that our question of the week then. Are you enjoying the mission table with its new uh its little new mini game structure or is are you just acting treating it the same or are you enjoying the uh mission table app? How are you feeling about the mission table? Because, um, yeah, I've been I mean I've I've been you know, I've been treating it the same and I just go and, and blitz through it and I've been trying to use it as a to, you know, get a little bit of anima here or there. Um but I don't know, you got you know, are you Eric, how are you feeling about the mission table? I barely use it. Honestly. <laughs> I, I never used I was really bad about using it. Um I guess I used a little in Warlords of Draenor, and then I know that they continued it on into like Legion and stuff. Um, Eric doesn't like making money outside of real life. I <laughs> Yeah, like I have it. to make the money in game. She's the she's the sugar mama in in game. Oh, I'm surprised I, you haven't been like, can you just can you just buy me those level four gloves, please? I'm just waiting for them. I'm waiting for them to get cheap again. <laughs> and then you're gonna ask me to buy them? No, I got money for that. <laughs> but um, no, like I did I did the admission table in at well garrison table when it was the garrison table. But then like since then, it's barely at all. Like I've done a couple and so far in this expansion, like I've done a little bit, but I think I, my followers, I think my highest level follower is like 10 or something like that. Cause I barely do anything with it. That's cool. My, got... my highest level followers too. <laughs> you got, you got <laughs> Crowman from Torghast. You haven't done anything with Crowman? I, no, Crowman. Let me, let me scroll here. I'll find him for you. Crowman is six. All right, yeah. that's something. Okay, oh, yep. My, okay, my my highest level I found it is thirteen, so I'm a little better than I thought, but uh, nowhere near what I would be if I used the table like I'm supposed to. Actually, like we were talking about, um, like the anima drought before, you know, and how like I didn't really think it was a big deal for me because I don't use it to unlock all these things. Um, like I just unlocked the uh, portal to Oribos, um, from my area and that's like that was like the only thing that i cared about getting actually honestly i haven't even unlocked my third soul bind yet wow which i i'm level 40 or like whatever 40 level renown but um wait how and you haven't gotten your third soul bind yeah you get that you get it from get uh doing uh if come going through chapters in your campaign yeah but you have to you, I guess you've done. You haven't done the quest. Then you've just unlocked the renown. You haven't actually done the quest for the campaign, right? I got all the renown oh. from turning in anima, from like killing stuff throughout the weeks, and in doing raid and and all that. But I have like I'm on the it's the night fae campaign, and I'm I'm supposed to go like into day outer side and talk to Bonsomdi or do something for him, and I just haven't bothered, and it's been months. <laughs> so oh. I I probably should go and do that, but uh, since I don't, I haven't like had a need to use the third soul bind i haven't really bothered with it i'm not sure i'll have to check on the ptr uh, because i know you need to be at renown 40 uh to start the quests to get flying in 9.1 so the fact that you're at 40 renown is good but i have to check to see if they also expect that you've done the 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 campaign stuff. <laughs> okay. Well, if they need it, I'm pretty close. I'm nine, yeah, or would, seven out of nine chapters. So. I would take take an evening, maybe. Uh, you know, if the pugs aren't being friendly, <laughs> and uh, go and get that done, just so you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> right on. Nine point one. Flying I'll, I'll is more ch- important. That's for sure. Yeah. That's our secondary question of the week. If if you know on the PTR what exactly the requirements for flying are, if you need to have the campaign done, because I have the, I have the campaign done on both on the two characters. I have the they're both at around forty. Um. 
So, and even then, like, you know, like we've got plenty of time and renown. Like the other day I rolled out of bed and stubbed my toe and I got a renown. So <laughs> it is like super easy to get in this expansion. So just I'm renowned four. Ooh. <laughs> I have a quest that says get to renown five. You're so close. You Good can job. do it, man. I'm you can do almost it. Almost there. Just don't you know you know what? If 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 you give feedback in the Burning Crusade beta, I heard you get renowned. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Looks like I'm staying at renowned four, guys. <laughs> Do be a lemon on a prayer or whatever, or on a pear. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so that's uh. And how's your mission table, Harv? Have you even touched it? Yeah, I think my highest level guy is like level two. Uh, there you go. There I just unlocked go, so. that part like the last time I played. <laughs> so close, guys. So mm-hmm. close. Hey, let's be honest. Once nine point one rolls out, I got, I'll do like. Th- Three days, and I'll be up to everybody's item level. Exactly. Exactly. Is that a cha- what, are you know, challenging yourself? No. Absolutely. <laughs> so. So, yeah. So that's our question of the week. What do you think of the mission table? Let us know. And uh, you can email us, wowtalk at mash.gg, or uh, reach out to us on Twitter, at wowtalkmtb, or, uh, you know, go into our Discord. Uh, Discord. Uh, what is it? I'll get to the link later. I'll have it in front of me at the moment. <laughs> it's there though. But uh, yeah. anyway, let's move on here. This is the time uh, where we look back 100 episodes to what we were talking about 100 episodes ago. And uh, wow. Talk number 83. So this was uh, myself, Ray and Eric on June 11th, 2017 uh, was the patch 7.2.5 quiz. Uh, at the time we were working on the class mounts that came out in 7.2. Uh, we talked about PvP for objectives, uh, like the the thousand kills you had to get to get the different uh, artifact appearances. We talked about the broken shore quests and the Sentinax uh, that was over there. And then I had the quote: "I don't understand how Odin can drink because shouldn't his beard set his beer on fire?" <laughs> Just warms <laughs> it up. Uh, the thousand boat festival was going on for the first time. We talked about. Uh, how how the models looked, uh, the the character models and the the various cu- character customization, which is interesting because we got a whole new wave of character customization. This expansion, we're getting glasses. I don't know if we mentioned this, but we're actually getting like six models of glasses for customization, uh, eyeglasses, I should say, not beer glasses, eyeglasses in uh, nine point one. So that's coming. That's going to be cool. Um, but yeah, we've you know we've always been talking about character customization there. And then regarding customization, I said you want to be a dark iron dwarf or you want to be a maghar orc. And now it's like they gave that to us in the form of allied races, which is interesting. So that that uh, that was an interesting thing to observe. Uh, the deaths of Chromie were announced to be coming in 7.2.5. Uh, also, Black Temple Time Walking, which we talked about earlier, was coming in 7.2.5. And Eric won the quiz with a score of 6 to 4. Oh snap. It's only because I was, wasn't there. Well, also, <laughs> that's only because uh, the last question was worth 5 points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that was WoW Talk number 83. Uh, does anybody else have anything else to say, or are we ready to close this up? I think that's I, good. Uh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> until I see what this, my symbol of hope does or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was one of the 9-1 changes that they announced. Yes. It was going to yeah, reduce a uh, major defensive cooldown of everybody in the raid by, I think it was 50 seconds or a minute. It was a minute. I know Jarrah's talking about it, and I'm just like, I don't, the only thing I think of is like, man, there's going to be one person who's going to be ass far away and won't get it. 
that's, <laughs> well, that's not my. Fault. Yeah. I know. That's pretty much how it is now. I'm just like, you know what? Fine. Be if as he far dies, as he I care. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> if I have to keep saying, I'm going to turn into my parents and get really mad. So I'm just not good anymore. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, this has been episode number 183 of Wow Talk. Thank you, everyone at home, for downloading and listening. Thank you to Heat Kings for the intro song. Thank you to Jarrett for producing and editing. Thank you, everyone, for hanging out in the chat room, including Shannyman Gaming, who is there being uh, being very chatty. Also, we had uh, Palin0304. And uh, let's see here. Hit a button and I lost my place. <laughs> oh, my God. You had one job. I have one job, I know, right? <laughs> Let's see here. We are at Wild Talk MTB on Twitter, also at the MASH Network. Find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash MASH Those Buttons. Also on YouTube at YouTube.com slash MASH Those Buttons. Ray, where can people find you? You can find me at Facebook, my name, and the URL there is Bishona Nomiko, which is my Twitter handle, and for Discord with a pound sign 4932. And Eric, where can people find you? You can find me on Facebook at my name and in Discord at Toretto, pound sign 7645. And Harv, where can people find you? On Facebook, I'm at my name, and on Discord at Harv, pound sign, 8673. And I am at BH on Twitter. You can also find me here on the Mash Those Buttons Network on the Torn and the Goblin, where Katie and I talk about Warcraft story and lore, and also on the Mash Those Buttons show, where Jarrett and I talk about the latest gaming news, including the director of Overwatch leading for no apparent reason, so... Uh, you can find out more about that on the Mash Those Buttons show. Join the Mash Those Buttons community on Discord at discord.me slash mash those buttons. That's the link I couldn't think of. Thank you. Our next show is scheduled to record on May 10th, 2021 at 1030 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. So come uh, hang out, uh, you know, hang out with us and maybe Shantyman Gaming will still be there in the chat. You can talk to him as well. Email us with any questions or comments at wowtalk at mash.gg. Let us know what you think about our question of the week, uh, how you're feeling about the mission table. Is it something you're doing a lot of, or is it something you've moved on from at this point? If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help us out, please share it and rate it if you can on your favorite podcast platform of choice and visit mtb.gg support to see all the ways you can support Mash Those Buttons and all our great podcasts, including on Patreon, where for as little as $1 a month, you can gain early access to content as well as to Patreon-exclusive content, such as my weekly WoW Thoughts, where I talk about what I'm thinking about WoW for about 10 minutes each week, beyond what I talk about here, although I did talk about a lot of stuff, so I'm going to have to think really hard to come up with a topic for this week, but that's my problem, not yours. You just pay and you get to hear me talk about stuff. Also, for those in the chat room, please consider a Twitch subscription if you can, and you can also check out our Humble Bundle affiliate link, as well as our PayPal one-time donation link over at mtb.gg support. And stay tuned to hear about our other shows on the Mash Those Buttons Network. For Ray, Eric, and Harv, I'm Nick. Enjoy playing WoW. See you guys. See ya. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. 
If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash mashthosebuttons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash themashnetwork, facebook.com slash mashthosebuttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash discord.